All right, welcome back to All American Wine and Whiskey, Season 3, Episode 8. And, boys, we have taken a long break, but we're back. We're back. We're hibernating. Hibernating. With me, uh, I've got my buddy Wee Man. Hello, everyone. Philly Phil. What's going on? Boys, it's been a hot minute since we recorded. Um, so I know a lot of you had sent some things via social media, worried about Wee Man being stuck in Saudi Arabia. Um, that wasn't the case this time, we man, was it? The reason we haven't been recording is not because of Saudi Arabia. It's because you're in our own government organizations. Uh, Philly Phil, um, you, it wasn't the CIA. It wasn't the FBI. It wasn't the Navy. Guess where we man was? Uh, crossing guard? No, nope, <laughs> not crossing guard. No. Close. 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 I don't know. We man was doing work for, drum roll please, Space Force. Space Force. Space Force. Philly <laughs> <laughs> Bill, this shit's real. Supposedly, Space Force. I don't know if you've seen it. There is a Netflix uh, comedy show, Space Force, um, with uh, Steve Carell. I heard of it. Yeah, I right? It. Yeah. I thought that shit was just a fucking TV series. I guess supposedly Donald Trump, uh, in his like great years of presidency, came up with uh, Space Force. So it's our fifth arms of, uh, oh, I guess six. I don't know. Does Coast Guard really count? I don't fucking know, but whatever. Um, well, you know, so, who thinks they count is the uh, little uh, ship that, had, that sunk by the Titanic. They count oh, by. yeah. <laughs> the submarine people. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't know that, actually, because <laughs> they imploded. True. So, you know. Um, so we've been uh, Space Force, real thing. It is a real thing, believe it or not. Philly Phil, I, I think that Wee Man made this up so he could leave his family and go hooting and hollering in Colorado for multiple weeks and just leave them behind. And he probably just found a bunch of mushrooms and peyote and ate them and just went running around and listening to concerts the entire time. Sounds about right. I mean, he went from, we went on from like spring break. I think the last time we recorded, I think we were watching the Masters maybe or something. I mm -hmm. don't remember. Um <laughs> And so it's been this long because Wee Man's been playing in Space Force. That's all I can say about it. Is it? It's, it can't be secretive. I mean, what the fuck is Space Force? You don't want to know. How well, well you, I do want to know what Space Force is. That's why I'm asking the question. How did you get recruited? <clears throat> did you That's get classified. recruited? Oh, oh Jesus Christ! Now, have you ever heard of NORAD? Yeah, I know what NORAD is. So that's part of the Space Force base. Okay, so you're at NORAD for this adventure. Um, I was at the same base where NORAD is located, yes. Okay. All right. They also a... track Santa, you know that? Yeah. Uh, by the way, um, we don't have any young listeners. <laughs> Fucking Santa's not real. So uh, that, that just that, that validates. Yeah, that validated your <laughs> whole point. So you went to a place, you worked at this place, you were doing work, and you were doing software to track Santa? Is that what you were doing? <laughs> Something was, like that. He was taking, he was taking drugs. <laughs> Well, I, I appreciate everybody bearing with us and uh, trying to catch up on why we haven't been able to record and learning nothing about this government entity we have what called Space Force that we man's been out of, of, of action uh, because of it. So um, Philly Phil and I multiple times decided we were going to record without him and just got lazy and never did it. <laughs> or uh, this case, I mean, honestly, Philly Phil just got drunk the entire time. So, um, But nice to have you back, Philly Phil. It's good to be back. We're here. recording here right after uh, the 4th of July, so I hope everybody had a good 4th of July. And uh, last time, believe it or not, 
three months ago, we did a bourbon. So now we're on wine this time. So we're going back to Napa, of course, right? Yeah. Um, Why not? Might as well. Um, going back to Cali. Uh, so today we've got JCB, the Surrealist 2017 Napa Valley Red Wine by Jean Sebastian. We'll say, I know it's Charles, but I call him Sebastian. It has to be John Sebastian. And Philly Phil, I got a ring around your uh, furniture right here already because this shit doesn't pour right. So <laughs> we'll have to remedy that a little bit later. Um, so Philly Phil, what's the first thing you notice about this bottle? It's got giant red lips on it. It does have giant red lips on it. Gina's lips. This is Gina's lips. So this one's called Gina's lips um, or Jana. I don't know which one it is. We'll go with Gina. I'm going Gianna. <laughs> but anyway. Of course you are. Um, these are pretty cool. Uh, we will uh, obviously throw this out. You'll see the picture out there on Instagram, so you can kind of see what we're talking about. Um, JCB is probably one of the most unique places I've ever been to. Um, I had a lot of fun there. Um, a lot of things I don't remember. Um, my buddy from the wine store that we uh, that we had on and Bottles Never Remembered, uh, he went out with me on a trip, and this is one of the places we did. This bottle is actually, um, and this is all engraved in gold and all this stuff in the back, Philly Phil. It's bottle 722 of 4100. Nice. So uh, pretty limited stuff. Um, it is a blend. It's a Napa Valley mm-hmm. blend. It's going to be 70% Cabernet, uh, 30% Petit Verdot, um, all in French oak, and it's uh, 54% um uh, new aged oak. So it's got a little bit of repeat on it. Um, so I don't think we're going to get a ton of oak tannins on this as much as we might from a hundred percent, you know, Del Dotto. Um, but, uh, I'm a huge fan of Petit Verdot. Um, for audience, we've had this open for about three hours sitting out, uh, sits out in its own bottle. Um, these bottles become decanters afterwards. Philly Phil, if you notice, it doesn't have a cork. It's got a little glass plug um it looks like a little anal popper in there <laughs> a little, little anal bead <laughs> butt plug that's what it is a butt plug. and if you notice on the top of the butt plug it's got jcb with a heart on it so i mean it's uh it's pretty nice right that is pretty sweet we'll uh we'll clean it up and give it to you a little Thanks, bit later. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um yeah so um tell you a little bit guys about this and and give you a, an idea so JCB, um, Philly Phil, you haven't been, but we men you have. If you're sitting out on the on uh, the Kiever's porch and look over downtown to Yachtville and look across the other side of the hill, that's where uh, JCB lives. Um, he uh, he's got a tasting room. I think there's one in San Francisco, and there's some really eclectic places. But the t- tasting room in Napa was downtown Yachtville. Um, kind of right around where like the old train depot was. Um, it is the Mac daddy of all places of overkill. Um, <laughs> Philly Phil, this more place than, more than Del Dotto? Oh God. Yeah. I mean the ecleptic freaking shit in this place is stupid. Um, so much so everything's bedazzled, everything's jeweled, everything's got everything into it. Um, and they have a special, VIP tasting room that's pretty large in size. And uh, my buddy from the wine store and I um, got asked to go back there because they obviously they started talking to us and knew we knew wine and um, were out there to enjoy some stuff. So we got back there and I mean, Philly Philly just kept going. 
And uh, I mean, we just kept drinking and drinking and of course had a great time. I bought a bedazzled black skull cane. I don't know if you remember I that. I remember one. that one. Yeah. Is that where you got that from? I that is I where I got that from. came from Vegas, but. No, it, it looks like something that should come from Vegas, right? <laughs> uh, but no, that came from JCB. So. Um, well, he looks like an eccentric dude. Oh, totally. Please. Um, if you're listening to this podcast right now, please go on to their their website um, because you have to do his YouTube videos and everything and see it. It's jcbcollection.com. Um, fantastic stuff. <laughs> and he has parties. I used to be a member. And one of the parties that I could have gone to was, uh, oh, shoot, now I'm blanking on his name. Um, golly, the guy that plays the piano. Um, Tom John. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Billy Joel. No, getting close, but not really. Um, Liberace. Now, Yes, Liberace. Yes, Liberace. Ghost in there. John Legend. John Legend. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, we man with the hit there. So John Legend comes to his house and plays at these parties. And I actually had an option to like go to one of these, and I was like, that would be pretty sweet to see John Legend sit there, play guitar, serenade everybody at this big party. So he is all about some big parties. Please again check out jcbcollection.com and just to go through. Well, Some you know of the stuff this man he had. had, like you, you open up the website and he's got a, a tiger jacket on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and you're like, what, what, what is this? This guy is, and by the way, you know, we are 100 percent uh, just coming out of Pride Month, so we are not saying anything uh, demeaning about uh, anybody that's homosexual. But as soon as I saw it, I was like, this dude is homosexual, right? Mm -hmm. And he's not. He's got two girls and. Um, if they listen to this podcast, he, he's going to freaking lose his mind when I say that. But I don't know. It's just the flamboyancy and the dress. Like you said, Philly Phil, the, the tiger dress and the shoes, the leopard prints and all the shit. It is over the top. Um, one of the reasons why? Because the dude is from France. You know, like <laughs> French origin. You know, so I think his family's from France. So Yeah, his parents, Jean-Claude and Claudine, yeah. were both there. They founded the winery in 61. There you go. Okay. So, and then uh, I guess he took over, but it just seems like he's into everything. Like it's beyond wine. He's got vodka. He's got gin. He's got, yep. you know, basically anything you can name it. Named one of the 50 most influential wine uh, makers from Decanter Magazine. He's on the power list every year since 2007. So he's got some accolades here. One of the other things, Philly Phil, is that uh, he has a pyramid scheme, too, to sell this stuff. The wine? The wine. Huh. And I'm not sure if it's still a thing. I'm, I'm almost positive they're still doing it. But he has a uh, multi-level marketing thing that's going on with his wine sales. Now, hmm. I don't know. I've never got into the inner, so I, I can't say it's a, a, you know, it's the pyramid scheme type. But I know it's a level of self-distribution. Because believe it or not, I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, yeah, we went out and uh, JCB and I think we may or maybe touch on this, but it was number 69 is like one of their champagnes. Yeah. And uh, I think it, that one's a Brut Rosé. And I was talking about it because he's a big, you know, champagne Brut Rosé. And I was talking about it, I was like, hey, you might like this one. He's like, oh, I've had that plenty of times. My wife sold it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I didn't know she was in the business. He's like, oh, no, 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 she's not. And then he started telling me about it. And then I met somebody else one day out like in my real job. And 
and ran across somebody else that did it. And they do have a distribution where you can distribute it outside of it, which is nuts to me hmm. because this stuff is not cheap. And I couldn't imagine you sitting around the, like a Tupperware party trying to sell this shit. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, that's another unique thing. So, so he wants you to keep the bottle at the end. That's why he creates these like decanters. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. It's it's meant to be kept. Um, and I think you've had this before. I was mentioned to Wee Man. I think Wee Man's had this with me too. Mm -hmm. We've had different ones. Uh, this is the one with the lips. This is Gina's lips. Um, there's been some other ones with the bedazzled ones. We had a big one. I don't know if you remember. Um, I think we had a like a Magnum one time that you and I may have done, Philly Phil. Oh, and um, one of the uh, I think you still had the plug for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I used that yesterday. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, these are men. I think you could use it as a decanter moving on. I mean, it's really an awesome bottle. And again, you guys just Check out our Instagram page. So, what's and you'll the see story it. with the lips or the different? Do we know what that is? I don't know about it? the genus lips. I, I don't know if you guys got any research in on it or not um, about the genus lips. I don't. Um, only thing I know is, is I was able to find it that this one's called Gina's lips. So, I, I'm kind of attracted to this one. I think it's funny. My daughter, when she saw it, thinks it's Bianca Belair, this uh, wrestler. That's <laughs> what she has are these big lips when she comes out and wrestles on WWE. Um, so, so that's kind of what it reminds her of. So I read that they put a piece of jewelry um, on the bottle in lieu of a traditional wine label, uh, reflecting old world wine necklaces. Okay. Hmm. That's pretty cool. What else did you find out about? I could have made something up about Gina's lips. <laughs> well, you still can. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you touched on the numbering. So J JCB has his own wine label and each number or each bottle or each wine has a number uh reflecting i guess something relevant to him right so i mean it's kind of it's kind of cool i mean of what he's doing just within regards to the all engraved on the back and making it really unique like 720 out of yeah you know 1400 or whatever well, well obviously like. that's not cheap to get this little and and for everybody unfortunately i don't i'm, I'm not gonna post this on instagram but um, on the back of it, it does have a gold plate and, you know, it's really small. I mean, that's like a, what do you call that? I call it three inches by three inches. Mm -hmm. Is that what you call it? No. It's smaller than the lips. <laughs> <laughs> I always over-exaggerate what inches look like, but, uh, no, I mean, this is really small, but this little small label, I mean, it's, it's hand engraved, um, or, or machine engraved, either one, it doesn't really matter. Um, it actually might be machine engraved, but his initials are on there. And I mean, it's pretty cool. This is bottle 722 of 4,100. So if you think about it, that means what? 20 barrels probably. Yeah. Uh, I would say that that's what they did of this is 20 barrels. So. You know what else they put on the outside of the, one of the wine bottles? What's that? Meteors from South America. Ah, did space force tell you that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get your information from Space Force? <laughs> well, it does look like the teeth have a have a grill on it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it does. It's like the, little diamonds. Yeah, like little diamonds. Yeah, on and the then teeth. little rubies setting on the gold lips. It's a really sweet bottle. So, how much was a membership when you got it? Is it? Uh, so I think it's just you had to buy so much a year. Okay. I think that's what it is. Um, we man, you can correct me it. if I'm wrong. I think it's three hundred and fifty dollar bottle. The surrealist is. Yeah, it might be up to three seventy five now, something like that. Four hundred, but... yeah, yeah, four hundred. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, this is, I think, kind of their one of their top flagships that they have is the surrealist. 
Um, I've had some other good ones, like number one, if I remember right, number one, number two. Like I said, I, I do remember 69. That was a, a sparkling. Um, but if you look at it, some of their stuff as actually produced in France and then brought over. Oh, really? And then so are you done. saying we're drinking French wine? I did not say that. This is Napa. Well, I'm just saying they do have this back and forth where some of the grapes are grown in America and then cooperage, you know, they're done and actually barreled over in France and then laid down and vice versa where they might bring them over. Don't know a ton about those bottles because, again, I'm more drawn to this. This is Napa. Um if I remember right, and you guys can look it up, I think some of this is St. Helena juice um, for the Cyrillus for 17. I can't remember exactly. Um, maybe you guys right. can look at, you know, a wine searcher or Jeb Donick or something um, when we kind of get into the tasting notes. So um, what else do you guys know about JCB or looked or found? Anything else? So Eastern Napa Valley and St. Helena is it's kind of where they are. Yeah. Okay. Billyville. You got anything? No, I'm just checking out the uh, YouTube videos. Oh, online yeah. where well, it's not. Well, it's not. I mean, I don't have it. I'm not gonna play it, but it looks, <laughs> looks pretty wild. You know, it, yeah. it almost reminds me a little bit of like, I don't know, like Hugh Hefner or something. Oh, absolutely! I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Hugh Hefner with really bad dress taste. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hefner probably got to get a little bit. Like, yeah, he, you know, he had his own. He had his robe and his style, yeah. His, this this guy's so much more over the top. Um, he just seems completely over the top. Yeah, yeah. He did a caviar infused and truffle infused vodka. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that's different. Yeah, yeah I first didn't even ever. Pull that off. Yeah, that's really tall. And who buys that? I mean, I probably would try it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but he's got a ton of tasting lounges. I think you were talking five about or this. six. It looks like. Yeah, San I remember there one being in San Carlton. Francisco. I think there's one in the San Francisco airport or something now. Rich Carlton, like San Fran, Yonville. Yeah, um, Yonville's the one I went to. And you met him or no? I have not met him, no. I think if I met him, I, my hand would still be like bedazzled. <laughs> like, I feel like, <laughs> like if you shake his hand, like all of a sudden you're like bedazzled. Like your whole entire <laughs> hand turns into this big bedazzle with like jewels coming off of it. Like, I feel like that's what would happen. That sounds about right. <laughs> Well, let's get into the the wine here since we don't have a lot more on JCB other than his crazy style. So, we men, I've seen you have not even tasted this yet. So, get you a good little sip. Philly Phil, get you a little sip. Philly Phil has, has brought us some uh, good meats and cheeses in here. It feels uh, it feels like the prof is like inner uh, has entered into the room, but he's yeah. not here. So, I'm gonna get a little bit of cheese while you guys give me uh, some tasting notes here. Um. On the, I mean, I get a little fruit, you know, on it, probably like a plum, maybe. Um, you're not going to like what I say. After, after I bet I, he's going to say licorice. I get a little licorice. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Um, but it's a, it's a smooth wine. I mean, it's definitely uh, enjoyable and could see it, you know, pairing up with a nice steak and, you know, doesn't have a lot of earth tones to, you know, in there to me. We man, this thing's pretty deep purple. Yeah, it's very deep yeah, purple. Look at that. Um, Philly Phil might be right on the plums. There's some sort of fruit on there. Um, 
but I'm getting some chocolate, I think, in there too. Take another sip. Well, I think you said the first thing I noticed, uh, you know, first thing you get off of this is massive dark purple. Like it is really dark purple. Um, you can't really see your hand in the glass at all. I would imagine this thing would lay down for a good 20 years. You know, this bottle's six years old right now. So pretty good in its, you know, drinking um, age. A um, little chalky on the mouthfeel I got there, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to give it a little swirl and go here. Um, so you say chalky mouthfeel. I know exactly what you're hinting at, but I think it goes back to something you picked up on, Wee Man. Uh, you said chocolate. Yeah. That chalkiness is cocoa. Uh, so I think a lot of that is that cocoa flavor. Um, it's not a dark chocolate. Um, you know, it's not a sweet chocolate. I think you get into that cocoa mouthfeel. Um, I think that's that little bit of that residue you get. Uh, I think Philly Phil, I understand the plum because it's not berry forward. Like it's not this big jammy, you know, presence, but it yeah. does have that good, smooth, um, you know, good mouthfeel, as you said. Um, but I do think you're you're 100 spot on. It's amazing you guys haven't been doing this in a while, and you're picking up on some really good palate tones to it. Um, I don't get a lot of spice or a lot of. Um, I'm not getting any licorice I mean, in there. Nothing. Personally. I'm not getting any licorice either. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I get a little bit. I definitely get that cocoa. I think the cocoa chocolate, you know, give it aerated a little bit, give it to your tongue a little bit, and that's what you get. Yeah, I can taste that. That's all front palate. Um, mid palate to me, it kind of settles back out. Um, I get a little bit of that older oak mid palate. Um, so it's a little bit mustier, that older oak is. So it's not so oak forward. It's just kind of got that, if you would imagine, you know, going outside and licking a, a bark that's been wet versus a dry bark. You do that often, Philly Phil? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, uh, he does, actually. Right after I put the butt plug in. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think uh, I think that's where a lot of that comes from, that, that mid-palate. Um, I think a lot of that a little bit of a dampness, a little bit of oldness, you can taste that 54% um, new oak versus, you know, 40% old the, oak. the dryness at the end? Like I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. I think um, a lot of that still is more of the oak profile coming up in the back because it's not super jammy as far as super fruity. It's not. Um, and I think a lot of that allows you to see the expression of the oak and, and kind of moving forward, that French oak. Um, really presents itself um, not in the upfront boom. It's a big ochre because mm -hmm. uh, I think a lot of times that's what I get on the hundred percent, and I love that. I do love a hundred percent, you know, new French oak. Um, but this one's kind of neat. It comes out mid palate, and like you said, it kind of gets it at the back end. Okay, Anything so else you guys notice on this? You feel any spice on there? I'm not getting a lot of that. Mm -mm. Either. Not at all. Um, and I'm wondering if it's just because it is more that older repet you know repetitive oak you know so so when i say 
um, it's probably been a while since I've re since we visited this. My, hell, it might have been season one. We've talked about it. Um, you know, the new oak means that it's a fresh barrel, right? They, they, they stave it, they put it in there, and mm -hmm. it's the first dump. Well, mm -hmm. this means that they've used it and they've done, you know, they've got some of it that's 100%. And then the other one might have been, re, you know, completely reused. And then they all just mix it and mash it in the end, right? So this could have been sitting there and it might have been a Bordeaux before this. And there was a French Bordeaux sitting in that. Then they use that same barrel and dump into that barrel again. And then say, so obviously if there was, you know, 10 barrels or whatever, 10 are going to be, you know, completely new and then 10 might be used. They combine the two and then boom, voila, we got our thing. Right. And yeah. that's kind of where we, we're sitting with this blend. Um, you get tones a lot of times where the oak might die down. The flavor profile of what was there before might come to a little bit. So maybe it was a Merlot, maybe it was, you know, a Burgundy, um, you know, who knows what it was there. Um, most likely it was probably a Bordeaux or another, you know, blend, another red blend like this. Um, but another thing I think is, is we've probably gotten so used to hundred percent straight cabs. It's been a long time probably since we've sat down and had a blend. So that Petit Verdot, I think is some of the things that are probably coming forward that we haven't had. So, you know, Petit Verdot, not as jammy, um, you know, not a big juicer jam bomb. It's a nice um, change up. It yeah, is. It is. <laughs> I think those coconut nib flavors, that kind of thing, really present themselves well in some petite verdots. Because I, I mean, I usually like the juice, the juicer, but mm -hmm. this one's, you know, it, it's really good. On the, have we had a lot of petite on the show? Or? No, not really. I mean, to find a hundred percent petite verdot is not. It's really hard. I do have one. We might try to do here uh, next time we do a wine. I think I have one in there from Napa um, that maybe we'll try to do a complete 100% Petit Verdot next time. All you got to say too is you missed the uh, the John Legend concert. I'm looking at the, uh, the, oh, the, the photos lounge on the member lounge. <laughs> look at the member lounge there. Yeah, that was where I went. Yeah, so I went to there. the member lounge. Yeah, right. so well, the Yachtville lounge. And yeah. you sat in one of these chairs. With I like did. The, that's where I bought the cane and all would, that stuff. Right. Yeah. I would love to see his picture in one of those chairs. So again, yeah. <laughs> so go, go to jcbcollection.com and you could see what he's talking about. The Yachtville member lounge. Uh, Cause there's I did some, join painting in the back. There. Oh yeah. Like Grab it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, it is, uh, it's all there. Yeah. All right. Philly Phil, we'll give us a breakdown um, of what you think, you know, out of 10 bottles, you know, where yeah, are I'm you? I'm a fan of this, of this petite petite. I can't, uh, can't wait to try another one. Um, you know, again, I, I typically like uh, like the juice, but I, I enjoy, you know, the the plum, the cocoa, you know, kind of mix. And you typically like the juice. Yeah, the juicers. Yeah, ah, the I juicers. do like the juicers. Juicers. So, um, but overall, I, I would give this one an eight, eight solid eight. Solid eight. We man. Uh, like Philly Phil mentioned, I mentioned earlier. Yeah, it's a nice change up. Um, don't have too much criticism on it. Yep. Uh, I, I enjoyed it as well. I'm thinking probably seven and a half for me. Okay. Um, yeah, so the biggest reason, I'm going to go seven and a half. And I think the biggest reason I go seven and a half is if this was a $50 bottle, I'd probably say it's a 10. But I think a lot of times we yeah. sit there and we judge the wine on what 
we feel that wow and ick factor should be versus the price. And a lot of times they don't ever match. And this damn lips and the glass and the hand number, you know, the, the bottle numbering by that, that's going to add to this price, right? And yeah. it has nothing to do with anything inside this bottle. Um, it's all mental. It is all mental. Absolutely. Um, do I think, um, you know, I'm sure that Wine Spectator, Jeb Dunnick, I'm sure they ooh and ah about this one. It is very good. I think the problem is if if you if I did not know the price of this, I could be convinced this is an eight and a half, you know, one. Um, could it get to nine? Maybe. Um, I do like a lot of the things it's got going for it. It's very unique. It's very smooth. It's very different. Um, it's got that really neat cocoa and things that you don't normally get from a wine. Um, I see why. A lot of these, you know, I think like Jeb Dunnett gave us like a 98 points and he's pretty, pretty stringent with his stuff. I like him. Um, and I understand why he's there. It is hard for me a lot of times, though. And I sit there and say, this is a $350 bottle of wine. Can I give it more than a seven no, and a half? That's a fair point. It, it, it's yeah. kind of tough. Uh, for the juice itself, taking out price and price wasn't an obstacle. Yeah, I'd say eight and a half, nine. So. Fair enough. All right, boys. Well, glad we're all back here. Um, we promise, guys, that we will have a show here roughly out to you again. Uh, we'll get a bourbon one going since we men's back from Space Force. Space Force. And uh, as long as he doesn't go on some mission to what's the Russian guard thing next? I mean, that's, is that, is where that you're going? real? Is Space Force was real? Yeah, Space Force is real. I brought a T-shirt back. We'll have to see. Just saying. T-shirt. You yeah. know what? Maybe we should put the T-shirt on Instagram. So maybe <laughs> there we go. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, as always, make sure you like um, our Spotify um, or Apple so you make sure you get everything. Thanks so much.